0: Hank Eater, who runs a full-service digital agency, and today we're going to be talking about digital marketing and websites and who knows what else, and I can't wait to get into this conversation.
1: Welcome to Sales Made Easy, a podcast for business and personal growth join Harry Spate as he hosts sales experts and business owners who share their journeys of personal growth and business success. Now, here's your host, Harry.
0: Hank Eater, welcome to the Sales Made Easy podcast, sir. What is the good word? Thank you. Thank you so much, Harry. It's
1: a pleasure to be here with you today. And I, I like the notion of Sales Made Easy because I think at some point during what we're going to discuss today, we'll talk about how your websites, for example, can be more than just your digital calling card
0: and can actually start drawing some people towards you. Nice. Well, that is a great place to start. I think probably anyone who has a business probably has a website and they might want to review it periodically. So what are some of the things they should be looking for, Hank? Well, one of the first things that they should be
1: looking for is that way, way up in the beginning of their website. Is it reaching out to who their customer is? And is it presenting the customer's problem or the main pain point in a solution-driven way and in a way that makes customer feel like they would be the hero if they took this approach? You know, so many people, so many sites are me, 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 you know, I help. You've seen that before. Mm -hmm. I help businesses do blah, blah, blah. People aren't looking for that. They're not looking for features. They're looking for benefits. What's the benefit to your customer? If you get their main, your target audience pain point out there in the beginning with a solution driven approach, you're going to start uh, really getting much more attention paid to your website. You've got to grab them in the first five seconds when they get on your site. And if you don't, they're off somewhere else. You know, attention spans are very fickle these days. Yeah,
0: I mean that's amazing, but I heard or read something one time over the past couple of years where you have this really short window when people stumble across your site and if they can't figure out what you do in just really a couple of winks of your eye, they're going to be going elsewhere. So is that what you is that one of the things that you see as kind of a pretty big problem for people?
1: Yes, it is. And not only getting across what you do very quickly, but this is even more important for the customer. What's in it for me. Mm. They need to see that very quickly. What? How will I magically transform if I get involved in this? So if you can get that across to them in the first, you know, 10 seconds of them being on your website, you have a much better chance that they're going to start clicking around and looking for the things that you offer.
0: Yeah. So it's not, So maybe years ago, I'm just thinking about older websites, especially in the corporate business. There is a lot of selling of product where the product or the service was the hero, so to speak. Was that really a thing back then? Was that the way it was supposed to be? Because I still see a lot of that today where people are advertising or promoting what they sell versus how it impacts people.
1: Right. That is definitely more old school. And I think in the earlier days of Internet marketing, I mean, some of this stuff goes back to before there was even the Internet and people were doing infomercials, Mm. you know, and they put that out there and they had all kinds of innovative ways of doing that. Some of them would dress in ridiculous costumes and jump up and down like crazy people to get your attention. But the bottom line was the ones that succeeded were the ones that really showed a problem and a solution. And it's the same thing now with websites. I mean, you can't take that old approach. There are sites that specifically are online e-commerce shopping sites, and they should be because, you know, maybe you're a vitamin company and, you know, you have 25 different products you want to get out to the public, but you wouldn't begin with a bang by putting those products in everybody's face. You would begin up at the top of your website presenting some kind of a health issue that people want to get through. And then they'll be compelled to want to see what it is that these products do. What are the benefits,
0: benefits,
1: benefits? That's what we're always looking for.
0: Yes. I remember one of the books I've read. I'm a big fan of The Only Sales Book You'll Ever Need by Anthony Anarino, And in it, he talks about you are not selling your product. You're not selling your service. You're selling the outcome. So After I read that, it was like, oh, you know, people are not buying sales coaching. They're not buying websites, right? They're buying the outcome, which is additional business, right? They want more business. They don't want to just have a website for the sake of having a website. They want that website to do something, which may be generate leads or generate business for them. And so a lot of websites are like really beautiful. <laughs> and I, you know, when someone says that about my website, they say, oh, it's a really nice website. And I've heard people say this over the years, and I kind of get a little red flag that goes up, is that it's gotta be more than just really nice. It's gotta be more than just nice looking, right? That's right.
1: Yeah. I'm still amazed at people, you know, come to me with with issues with their websites or they want a new website. And I'm still amazed at how many people, they spend so much money on a website that's all bells and whistles, whistles all flash, you know, mm-hmm. no substance. And it's like we said a moment ago, you don't. not only do you not know what they do, but you don't know what the transformation is. Like business coaches, you mentioned a minute ago, they're not selling business coaching, they're selling transformation. Whether it's sales transformation or personal transformation or, you know, some kind of customer relationship transformation they're selling transformation they're selling the outcome so yeah you're definitely right on that
0: yeah so what what goes into what are some of the things that go into having a good website do you need like a ton of pages or maybe someone that's starting out what should they be thinking about
1: well, I think again, as I mentioned earlier, the most important thing to get across right up front is what is the transformation that you're offering, you know, and it should be related to your target audience's pain point. Then you might have a little bit of background information about, you know, who you are and what you've done or how you, not how you do it, but but the type of transformation that you're really offering. You know, mm. at first you've got your, your appeal, then you've got to explain it somewhat. Then there can be an about section. You really, if you're just starting out, you really don't need about more than about four or five pages, depending on what it is that you're looking to do. And you don't need a super hard sell. You just need to reach these customers pain points, but you'd need your homepage with the pain points, with the transformation, with a call to action, right up there at the top. Mm. Your call to action has to be there. Then some on the, on the homepage, some information about the transformation, you know, a little bit more details. You'll need an about page so you can talk a little bit about your background, but don't get too heavy into that. Mm-hmm. People don't want to know about all your fancy degrees and, you know, right. all the companies you've worked for. They just, again, want to know what you'll do for them, but you do skirt. You don't skirt it. You do touch on it a little bit. You know, I have a background in in, I'm giving you my my scenario here. I have a background in journalism, public relations and communications. I have a degree in journalism. I've been a news reporter and editor. I've worked for PR firms, et cetera, et cetera. But Mm. people don't want to know that as much as they want to know. What are you going to do for me? You have to get a little bit of this out so that they know that you've got the expertise. But then another thing that comes is your social cred. And testimonials look really good on a website. You've got some happy customers. Ask them for testimonials. Get the testimonials with their name, their company, even their picture, if possible, mm-hmm. so that people know that this is real. and nice. uh, Of course, you need a contact page. And if you have anything at all that you're selling, you need some kind of a, uh, a shop page. You know, maybe you only have one product. Mm-hmm. If you have one product, you could probably get it somewhere else on your site rather than a dedicated shop page. But at the same time, if you intend to, to grow it, you'll need a shop page. And some people like to have a blog page. And I recommend strongly that people have a blog page. And if you're building in WordPress, it's really easy to set up a blog page. You just set up the shell, the blog page designated as the posts page. And every time you post a new post, it will go there. The one example, there, there's one main advantage to having a blog, and that is that one of the things that Google really likes and the algorithms, and I'm going to issue a caveat here. Okay. If anybody ever tells you they totally, they know, they understand, they, they have a full grasp on the Google algorithms, just turn around and run screaming into the night because they're okay. lying to you. But one thing that they do really like, and everybody knows this one, is they like new content. Okay. New content keeps your website fresh, and the best way to have new content is to have a blog page, and regularly put in a blog. If you can blog even once a week, that's a good thing. If not, try to blog twice a month. Hmm. You know, it tells the algorithms that this is an active website; it's not just sitting there dormant.
0: Wow, that's really good. So, trying to figure out how Google uh, rates your website and You know, it's a lot probably like trying to figure out how LinkedIn works with your views and everything else. Right. Like, so, yeah, they're keeping these things a mystery from us. So I wonder why that is.
1: I guess everybody would do it.
0: Yeah. So, Hank, when it comes to like working with you and someone says, I've already got a website and you're having a conversation with them, are there things that you see i guess where i'm coming from is how do you bring up that their website isn't really any good or that they've got issues how do you bring that up tactfully Well, one of the things you know i i i research the people
1: that are going to have a meeting with me unless they come on real suddenly and i You know, I don't know. Sometimes somebody will call me on the phone and I still do take phone calls and look for potential customers. But if someone, you know, books my calendar because they've met me at a a networking meeting, let's say, I will research them. I'll see who they are, what they do. I'll look at their website. And if their website is terrible, I'm not going to come right out and say, hey, you know, man, that's one of the worst pieces of junk I've ever seen, because that's going to turn them off. But, you know, we have a mutual friend and uh, in some ways a mentor who tells us, you know, don't give unsolicited advice. But if you ask somebody in a call, may I make some suggestions, nine out of 10 times, they're going to say yes. And now you're not giving unsolicited advice. So I would tell them things like, you know, I've looked over your website. I looked over it for 15 minutes. And I still can't really figure out the core of what you do. So we need to get that up to the front. And, you know, this website is is old and kind of antiquated. And I would recommend we either do a redo of it with the shell, or we just start from scratch and build you a good, effective, modern website, you know, with built-in SEO and all of those things. And with it, what I talked about before, the branded messaging, because that's a package that comes as Mm -hmm. a package. And when you can get that package all in one place, you know, people have to go to a copywriter to get their copy. Yeah. They have to go to a logo designer to get their logo. They go somewhere else, maybe to have it all tied together into a brand book. Then they hire a web designer to do the website. And then they have to try to pull all those elements together. And What I offer is that when you come to me as a full service digital agency, I have all those things under one roof and I will coordinate all that for you. I have a team of experts who does all of
0: these things. Yeah. I mean, there is some, you know, if you want your website, I mean, when I say stand out, when what makes it stand out in your eyes where someone isn't breaking the bank,
1: you mean like like substance over style kind of thing? Um, yeah.
0: I mean, so everyone wants their website to stand out, right, to capture attention. So I'm kind of viewing it as the billboard on the highway that captures your attention, okay? And you used to drive south from Virginia to Florida a lot, and there was like a 100 billboards for south of the border. I and those that. things, oh, they just drove me crazy. But anyway, let's – What goes into should a website stand out, so to speak, or am I even using the wrong term
1: here? It should be beautiful, like you say, your website's beautiful, it should be beautiful. But again, like we mentioned earlier, the first thing that grabs them by the stones, so to speak, (laughs) is that appeal to their emotion people buy based on emotional reasons they don't buy because you've outlined a whole bunch of features that you're trying to convince them that yours is better than somebody else's you reach them through emotions you Mm -hmm. reach them through promising an outcome but make sure you can deliver that outcome Right. right and that's what's going to make your website stand out from the rest they might look at the websites of a hundred coaches, even sales coaches, they mm-hmm. the websites of a hundred sales coaches. But if your website says you're going to get them so comfortable with the prop, with the prospect of selling in this particular way that it will erase all of their fear of selling. I think you're going to win a lot of converts there.
0: Yeah. Nice. I mean, just uh, re rec Replay of what you just said, because I like how that sounded. It's very nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's good stuff, Hank. What else? So you mentioned like the blogging and that has value to it because it ref- keeps the website fresh. How much of an expert does somebody need to be an SEO, would you say, who is, you know, kind of starting out in business? Is, is that where's the level of importance on that?
1: Well, they don't have to be total experts on it. They should learn how to find their their keywords in their industry. Mm -hmm. They should know how to do a keyword search. There's there's search tools right at the top of my head. I'm not remembering the names of them. But if you looked up free keyword search tools, you would find that on the internet and you can look up your industry and find those things. It's a a balancing act, you know, just Mm -hmm. because you have 10, you know, keyword terms for your industry. You can't like write in a way that it looks like you're just trying to drop that in there as often as possible it has to be an organic process uh another thing is that you know we talk about wearing all the hats i wear a lot of hats and my wife yep. says i look funny and most of them but <laughs> you can't wear all the hats so when it comes to things like blogging you know there are business owners that are incredible brilliant business owners they do their business they know it inside out they they it's like you know second nature to them But the idea of writing a blog might be terrifying to them Mm. because, you know, I know a guy who's very, very successful in business, but his reading and writing skills are not that great. He can get by enough to read things and assimilate them, but he's not going to write a blog. Mm. There's just Mm -hmm. no way. So that brings me to one of the services of my full-service agency. Here's a shameless promotion. I do blogs for customers. I do blogs across a number of industries. And my early experience as a general assignment newspaper reporter Mm. gave me the ability to go look into things, gather the information, and put it out in my own words. And today, for me, it's easier than it's ever been because, of course, the research on it is all right there online. Do some research, get it together, and write a blog. I have, for example, a home inspector. I've been writing his blog monthly, and I think I just finished, at the end of October, I just finished doing blog number 76 Mm. That's seventy six months of continuous blogs for this customer. So you know he's getting, you know he's getting something out of it, or he wouldn't be paying for it. Right?
0: yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So there's definitely value there. So yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Thinking earlier too is that you know business owners. I know you're doing something that's helping business owners the the ones who are maybe don't have someone to talk to and kind of run these ideas by because we could talk to three different web developers or three different agencies and we may get three different opinions of what we need to do first. So how are you helping small businesses kind of sift through the shiny object syndrome that seems to permeate this group of people
1: you definitely will you definitely will get all those opinions and it just put something into my mind and i have to get this out before i answer your question i'll do it very quickly it's that silly old joke the guy goes to the doctor and the doctor says i've got bad news you've only got six months to live so oh no doc i need a second opinion the doctor says okay you're ugly (laughs) so anyway (laughs) anyway going back you asked me about how we help small businesses I have an online membership support community called the Home Business Success Community, and we have your back. You Mm. know, one of the biggest complaints I get from home business owners is that they feel alone. Not only you know because of the fact that they're on Zoom all day and they're really not getting out and mixing with people, although sometimes they go to one-on-one client meetings in the local area and stuff like that. But when I say they feel alone, they tell me they really don't have anybody to share ideas with or to spring, you know, to to act as a springboard for certain things. You know, there's decisions that home business owners have to make, just like any business owners. Some of them are. Inconsequential decisions like should I go to should I go to Office Depot and buy that, that that $50 special chair, you know, or should I buy the chair that's designed by the American Chiropractic Association since I'm going to be sitting on my butt in it for so many hours? That's a no-brainer. But there's other there's other uh decisions that that home business owners have to make that can cost them thousands or or tens of thousands of dollars, or can suck away dozens or hundreds of hours of their time if they don't make the right decision. And that's part of what we do in the home business success community. We bounce things off of each other. And it's a trusted environment. You know, if you have an idea for a business, you know, you say, I'm running my business like this, but now I want to approach this market. And I've got this great idea they're not worried that somebody's going to steal that idea and become their instant competition. Mm. Not, that, not that it's impossible that it could happen. But the reality is, Harry, people really aren't doing that. You know, people guard very carefully what they think it is they do because somebody's going to steal it. But nobody's going to steal it because <laughs> the chances are good whatever idea you've got. There's probably already 100 or more people on the web that are doing that very thing. But that doesn't mean that there's not room for you because right. you're going to do it in your own unique way. So yeah, we're we're all for one, one for all. We also have, starting back again in January, we have monthly Zoom workshops for members that approach the things that home business entrepreneurs need to know in a workshop kind of environment and questions and answers and A lot of that is also geared to what is, what is it that our members want the next workshop to be? What's on your mind? What would you like us to address? And if I can't address it myself, then I find somebody who can address it. Because in our membership and even outside our membership, people that I know who are experts in various fields, most would be very happy to come on for for
0: an hour and share something. Nice. yeah. Yeah, that's super helpful. So on this idea, what would be something that somebody would say? Potentially, they're wasting way too much money on what comes to mind for you on that.
1: Well, for example, somebody thinks that they need fancy SEO to get their stuff out there, and to, to I mean, they do need SEO. Everybody mm-hmm. needs SEO, but there's SEO people who will charge you, you know, four or five hundred dollars a month for whatever it is that they're doing. They're giving you some backlinks. They're checking out your your keywords. They're you know doing confirmations that your keywords are getting you the results you want. But at the same time, there's a lot of that you can learn to do yourself. And one thing that I do recommend for home business owners is use the incredible free resource of Google My Business. Because once yeah. you get that going, you've got something that really puts you... At an advantage in the Google search engines, because why? It's a Google product, Google My Business. It puts you on Google Maps. It uh, gives you a page where you can share things. And just like other things like your site, you need to make changes to your Google business. And you can do that by posting photographs with captions, you know, that are little gems, that are jewels, you know, for for your target audience. You can get so much traction out of Google My Business. I, I highly recommend doing that and learning how to do it right
0: before you start spending
1: a whole lot of money with SEO experts. Okay.
0: Yeah. So there you go. So there's a simple tip that could save a lot of money. I heard of someone in the recent past that's spent their last $3,000 on SEO and you know their business going to happen that fast, right? If you're on your last dollar, that's probably, I mean, buy groceries or something. Be careful where you spend the thousands of dollars and having a community where you can bounce an idea off of somebody may help you because we get, you know, we get caught up by the advertisement, you know, someone making a promise on video saying, this is exactly what you need. We get bombarded by with those as wherever we turn on social media and, we can fall for it, right? I've fallen for it, and you can't get the money back. I mean, you can get That's the right. you can earn it, but it doesn't it doesn't come back. There's not like a really return policy on uh, programs and software, right? That's right.
1: You know, I just want to bring up. I know I know some folks locally. One guy started this whole idea, and it's mostly in Western North Carolina and Tennessee, and now it's moving into Virginia eventually. you have it in a lot of place, but he calls it Incredible Towns and on incredible towns he sells different packages and they tell you that you know 90% or more of their of their customers do end up on on page 1 of of Google search engines do they promise it no and they go out and say we're not going to promise you know if you read if you if someone comes to you and said i'm going to get you on page 1 of google in one month he's lying to you because there's no mm. way that he can or she no. can yeah they can't guarantee that mm. but but this this group has a really good plan that gets people on um, on page 1 of the google search engines but it's not strictly seo it's also a directory where people can go and see your services and you know you have account cal- you can get on their calendars you can You can do announcements and stuff through them. They have business networking meetings in their area. It's a good place. But the reason I brought it up is because they're the first ones to tell you, I'm not going to promise you that you're going to be on page one of Google in a month, in six months. You know, you probably will, but I can't promise that. Mm -hmm. And if someone promises it to you, run from them. Yeah. Because, yeah, they're going to charge you a lot of money and they're probably not telling you the truth.
0: Yeah. Interesting. All right, Hank. So you provide a ton of value here today in a short uh, 30 minutes. It's uh, I love the idea of your community helping us with the website and, you know, making sure that we're solving somebody's problem and we're showing the transformation from where they are to where they're going to be and talking to that person. I got to ask, there's one other question that came to mind. And when you mentioned about uh, carrying your brand throughout your messaging, on social media as well. And I'm curious, what what did you mean by that as far as taking your brand on social media and having it consistent from website and throughout?
1: Well, whatever is your emotional appeal, whatever is your, your promise of transformation, that's your customer's pain point. That has to be first and foremost across all of your social mm-hmm. networks, for example. And that's the first thing that's first and foremost on your website. And it's first and foremost on any writing that you do. Yeah, so yeah. it all has to be coordinated. And then, you know, your brand needs to be consistent in your in your descriptions on social media, for example. Basically use the same description across each platform. <laughs> use the same picture. Use your logo, use your your brand colors. Usually, you know, if you have a a carefully designed brand, you have more than just a logo. You've got brand colors that go Mm -hmm. along with that. And be consistent across everywhere that you go. Because whenever anybody sees you, you want them to have that same impression. And never say on on social media, like on LinkedIn, never say that dreaded, I help businesses, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Don't, just don't. <laughs> and what's what's so wrong with the help word? Why why is that? Is this because
0: it's overused?
1: Well, it is overused, but it's also focusing. The first thing they're seeing is focusing on me. Yeah, okay. The focus. I word. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than focusing on the customer and solving the problem. Beautiful. So the transformation. Yeah. So good.
0: Outstanding. So, Hank, is this URL, is it easy to remember, or is it something that we we're going to write down in the show notes as well? You mean for
1: the home business success? Yeah. That's just tinyurl.com. tinyurl.com slash home hyphen biz, B-I-Z. Okay. And Put it in the show notes anyway. Yeah, beautiful. And, and you'll
0: put my other contact information. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Very good. Find Hank. He is a gem, salt of the earth type of guy. And I highly recommend him that the conversation will be valuable. So great stuff, Hank Eater. Thanks for joining me on the Sales Made Easy podcast, my friend. Thank you, Harry. Thank you for listening to Sales Made Easy. If
1: you found value in our conversations, please subscribe and leave a review. Our goal is to provide practical strategies for growing your business while staying true to your values. Remember, success in sales is about serving your clients. Serve first and the selling will follow. We'll be back soon with more insights and inspiration. Until then, keep serving and providing value to others. Good things will happen.